Greetings, fellow Wordlings, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave, seeking the truth and exposing the lies. I'm your host, Dave Smith. All right, let's get into it. You were going to run down the the list of uh, Tesla uh, products, but I just wanted to I just wanted to quickly announce the the Ford Motor to, uh, Ford Motor stock is at twelve dollars and forty one cents versus Tesla at one hundred and thirty three. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it um, car company they yeah Tesla isn't really a car company, but here I got the rundown. So they're. Um, products their revenue over the next three next five years model three model y um and then model s and x like combined together by the way model y and model three um tesla the model y is right now the it's the number one selling car period in 11 countries in europe it was the number one car in california which california if it was its own country would be the third largest country uh, a market for cars <laughs> so uh which it, it would be behind the united states and china and then it would be california so california makes up 40 percent of cars sold in in uh in america um <coughs> you know one state does 40 percent. so um so yeah so those two by themselves are still ramping up like they're just they're ramping up giga berlin and giga austin uh, are going to be just making those cars in massive scale. Uh, anyway, let's keep going. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, supercharging network, which they're opening up, which they make money off the off that, and then they're opening that those network up to other electric cars. So they're making money. Like imagine there was um, Ford gas stations <laughs> to make money there. Um, the solar panels that they do, the solar roof that they make. Uh, uh, the power walls, by the way, I'm, I'm in solar and I, it's funny cause the power walls are the batteries for people's houses. Every person wants these batteries, but they, we, I even tell people now just wait because the IRA also has a whole bunch of incentives for battery production and Tesla's making their own batteries. There's like all along the way, it's like the refining, the module, the product itself the sale there's a credit like and they're going to be making money off of all those um i gotta put that thing up on twitter but they haven't been selling the power walls where they've been overpricing them because they've been battery constrained every single battery has been going into the cars but now that they're ramping up battery uh production they're going to be able to that's just a massive amount of money going there um yeah mega pack batteries to utilities by the way which is which there we're it's about 60 percent margin on those which is ridiculous um and what they're doing with those mega packs i'm just kind of elaborating on some of these things <clears throat> um they're supercharging networks like right now in canada they just made a, a supercharger with 110 stalls and there's one in arizona with 89 stalls in it right so wow they're putting these massive batteries in the ground at like places like California, like you have, you're in California, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. So you have like peak and on peak times for your electric bill. Yep. Yeah. So what they're doing with these massive batteries is they're putting them in the ground and they're doing energy arbitrage. So they are literally taking energy from the grid at nighttime when they don't need when they when the when the power is cheap. And then and then if they're not using it for charging, they're selling that energy back during peak times to the grid. So they're making that ten like I think it's like forty cents is like peak, and then like really? ten or twelve cents is off peak. So they're making like thirty cents per kilowatt, just selling the grid back its own energy. Really? At these at these at these supercharging stations. <laughs> so so there so there's no I mean there's uh, so that's just more money. Um, Cybertruck, where there's one point last time I checked, there was one point four million um, uh, orders. Pre-orders for the Cybertruck. Pre-orders, yeah. Pre-orders, yeah. So that'll start this year. <clears throat> um, so that's the whole thing. Semi-truck sales. Uh, those uh, again, they've just started delivering those to, to to places. Roadster two eventually will come out. It's not a high priority, but it probably won't even come out this year. It'll probably come out next year. Um, full self-driving. When that comes out, that's a whole nother trillion-dollar business. If, when that because robo taxis. And people using their car for full self-driving. Some people don't. I don't even put it in my models. But when that happens, it's not an if, it's just a when. Whether it's this year, next year, the year after that, it's literally every single car. It's a software. It's an over-the-air. Tesla's the only car company that does over-the-air updates. <clears throat> the rest of the car companies still haven't figured that one out yet. BMW actually figured out um, how to do an over-air update on their cars, their new cars. And then they charge you money for the heated seat option. So you can do a subscription. So the first thing they did with their over-the-air updates is charge money for heated or non-heated seats. <laughs> so um <laughs> but um but they, it, it, uh this is why Tesla's there's no like 20, 2019, 2020, 2021. They just do over-the-air updates and then your car gets better. It's it just the, the things that are in a, a car, a, a Tesla car from that you bought in 2023 is the same things that are in the car now from 2017, all the same options. So, and by the way, that means unlocking um, better braking, better, they, they, they've upgraded braking through over-the-air updates. They've updated the, the um, did you hear about the, the Tesla car that went off the cliff and dropped 200? I didn't. Oh my goodness, really? Holy no, no, no! God. I did, I did, I did. That oh, you did! Oh, it's yeah. you did hear. <laughs> but um, yeah. For those of you who didn't hear, you know, a guy tried to kill his family, drove off a cliff, two hundred fifty feet in the air. By the way, Teslas are have broke in every in in America and in Europe. They're the number one safest car. They've broken every. Um, it's not just like a five star rating. They're like the number one in all these different uh, safety categories. Two hundred fifty feet, all four people survived off a cliff. Wow, which is twenty stories. Unheard of, <laughs> ridiculous. Unheard of. <clears throat> so, um, I'm sorry, I'm getting off track. Um, Tesla insurance is now live in. Last time I checked, it was 18 states that have Tesla insurance. So you go to buy a Tesla, te and then because when you buy like insurance from Geico or Progressive or any of those things, you see commercials. Those commercials, you pay for them. It's in your premiums. Tesla doesn't have commercials. They just say, well, if you're buying a Tesla car, here's Tesla insurance, and it's cheaper. 
much cheaper because they know and, and they, they are actually doing um, in, I want to say in Cali and Texas right now, they do, it's not static, it's inelastic or elastic, um, whatchamacallit, uh, insurance. So like if you're driving, because they can monitor your driving, and then if you're driving well, you can lower your insurance rate. As long as you're not taking the Tesla and, you know, trying to beat people off the block and whatnot, your insurance goes down. So they're already cheaper because they know all this information. It's not just like, oh, you're this age and this, that. They have actual stats on how um, the cars go. So, so let's say you go buy a Tesla. So I'm buying a Tesla. I'm already cheaper than everything else. They're already making, they make like $16,000 on the car. Then they're going to sell you the electricity. They're going to put the solar panels on your house. So if you want to charge at your house, you can, that's also Tesla. The supercharging station is Tesla and the insurance is Tesla. They're making money from all these industries. Yep. Um, and then the more stuff, the Model 2, that's going to come out soon. They're not going to announce. They've, they've already said that they've been, well, they've already alluded to. Franz, who's the head designer, has already alluded to that, that the, the cheaper Tesla's already made. But they're not going to announce it until like they can make it in mass production. They're going to hold off on that as long as they possibly can. <clears throat> because it's going to eat away at the Model Three and the Model Y, so yeah, um, so that's pretty much done. But they're not they're, it, until it gets to mass production and it's needed. It's not going to come out. But that's just going to be another jolt. Um, they have so many things in their back pocket that they don't even need to do yet that they're going to. Um, In-car app services. So already right now, if you want high connectivity for a Tesla. Um, you pay ten dollars a month, right? So every Tesla out there, that's a that's you know just I think they have like a ninety percent take rate on that. <clears throat> um, the full self driving or the auto uh, features, you can pay fifteen thousand dollars when you get the car, or you can pay one hundred ninety nine dollars a month. So you can turn it on or turn it off. So now each car, you know, if 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 fifty percent people take that, that's two hundred dollars for what they sell one point five million cars last year, and they'll do probably two point six this year. So um, so that's just more revenue. Um, the supercharging uh, restaurants, the IRA tax credit, all this, all this, all these tax credits I was talking about—that's all money for Tesla. Seventy-five hundred bucks for each person buying it. It's coming off the car, but it, it, the, the red government's giving that to Tesla. And then they keep uh, making their cars um, cheaper and cheaper to produce. Uh, and then the future plans—they have a van. Have a bus, uh, HVAC system, uh, the connection to Starlink. You'll be able to, you know, you'll be able to get internet even in crazy um, remote places. Um, and then, yeah, and then the the the, the stupid thing called the Tesla bot, which will change humanity and uh, make yeah. them all kinds of money. So those are the things I could think of. <laughs> that, that I could think yeah. of and that I know of. <laughs> All these revenue uh, generators is is why I, I'm investing in Tesla for the long term. I mean, so we're approaching like 20 revenue streams, basically, you know, getting yeah. close to 20 revenue streams, which is just a mind blow. Um, yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm getting no commission. I get no benefit from saying this, but, you know, 
The one thing I would get is if you joined Robinhood with my link, then we each get a free stock. But I would join, urge everybody. I mean, Matty talked me into doing it. He didn't talk me into it. He just educated me. And I realized, you know, I don't have any stocks. I don't have any retirement. I don't have any 401k. I got nothing. And I'm 55 years old. So, mm. you know, I started thinking about that. And I'm like, you know, I could have money sit in a bank and it could all just disappear. Or I could put it into something that, I, you know, that my gut, along with all the information I'm getting, tells me is probably the most sound thing um, when you consider all the factors. Um, it's probably the most sound investment you could make. And I think, Maddie, I think you said you're not going to buy anything but Tesla for all of 2023. Yeah, yeah. Every every uh, penny invested goes back to Tesla. I got... Yeah, I got... so after my... I'm sorry, Fred, go ahead. No, I, I got too smart for myself and started trying to figure out other things where I know I have yeah. like this sure thing that I know, <laughs> that I know so much about. Let me stick to that. Right. Of, uh, right. So after our, after our first conversation, I was convinced Tesla was a, was a, was a bargain at, at uh, $890 a share. Cause I'm, I'm absolutely certain it's going to, and you know, and, and, uh, analysts are saying it's going to go up to $4,500 a share in a matter of time. Um, and it can't not, if you look at what Maddie was just talking about with these different revenue streams, there's no way that it can't. Um, and it's so diversified that it want, you know, and it's like a seven headed Hydra. You can cut off three heads and there's still four coming at you, you know? Yeah. Um, so even if a couple of those revenue streams don't pan out to be profitable, there's so many, that, you know, the company as a whole, there's no way it's not going to be successful. Um, but yeah, so with the confidence instilled by Maddie and some research, I bought one share about a year ago um, at $890 and then just didn't even look at Robinhood or anything, didn't even pay any attention to it, logged on. I was like, oh, I lost a little money, whatever. But it's not because I, I didn't plan on selling it. It's a long-term investment. I'm looking at it as retirement. Um, and, and it dipped down to 120 and I've been buying a thousand dollars worth of stocks a week for past couple, few weeks. So now I've got 34 shares. Yeah. So when you tell that story that you have to make sure you, you got to split adjust that 890. So that 890 right. really would be 300, like 300, let's say 300 a share. Now it's down to one because it didn't go from 890 to 130 it went from 300 to 130. that's right that's right thank you because it it split can you explain the split yeah so it basically did a three for one split so if the if the stock if it stock does there's there's um splits and reverse splits reverse splits are bad 90 percent of the time and um and splits are good basically what what it's doing is it's saying okay tesla's saying the stock price is too high because like people look and they say, oh, $900 for a share. I, I don't have that kind of money. Most people are like, oh, I'd rather buy, you know, uh, 10 shares of four. You know, it feels weird buying one share of something. It doesn't feel like good, <laughs> right? So, uh, yeah. so what companies, if they feel like their stock is going, now companies only do splits when they feel like their stock is going to go up because they're, 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 they're making their price look lower, look cheaper. Um, even though it sure. isn't, so it's, it's all the same pie. So what happens is if you if the stock is nine hundred dollars, 
and you have, you have one share, they do a three for one split. You now have three shares, but the price goes down to $300. So altogether, you still have $900 of value. It's just you have three shares at 300 versus one share at 900. So right. when you do the apples to apples comparison, you know, if you bought something pre-split, like that's why when I say my average price is $29, that's I was spending like $200, but there's been two splits since I was buying those. Gotcha. So, that, so therefore it brings down the, uh, it, that's a, that's a uh, post-split number. I never bought Tesla yeah. stock at $29. So I bought it at like 200 $300. Right, right. And some people might say like, oh, you must re you must be kicking yourself for buying it at 890. No, I, I was telling Maddie earlier, I wish I would have bought as much as I could have afforded at 890 before the split because I have so much faith that it's, you know, that's just a, a little marker, but it's going to way surpass 890 a share. Yeah, um, it's no doubt in my mind. Just like I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't, um, I, I, I use the best example I use for to explain to people is, is to say like, if you 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 live in a house, right? If you bought a house, and all of a sudden property values went up, well, if you don't sell your house, it doesn't mean anything to you, like or you right. refinance or something like that. Like unless you do something with it, because the value of your house went up, you don't go around and go, oh, I'm so much more richer. I made fifty thousand dollars extra this year. My house value. Went up. Right. And the same thing when the house value goes down. Like unless you sell the house or do something, the value of the house doesn't mean anything. It's just right. a number. So it's the same thing right. with the stock. Like it's just a number until you sell. And so yeah. I'm happy it's down. Like me, for me, when it's up, I, when it, when the stock is up, I go, okay, that's nice. And then I don't buy anymore. And when it's down, I buy more because there's somebody told me when the stock market, you're supposed to buy low and sell high, which is like the yeah. reverse of what okay. most people They go, oh, it's really high now. Let me buy. And then nobody wants to talk about it when it's low. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I think some really smart guys said that once. Buy low, sell high. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I've heard that weird, somewhere before. Weird philosophy. I don't know if that'll work, but I'm going to try it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Here, we got five messages. Let's run through some of these. We got Zancia again on line one. And the other thing most people don't realize, these companies are out to, we're not here to dick around. Like, you know, people working at Walmart or doing this or that. No, we're here to focus on getting this done. You know, let's go. Let's move. Let's get things done. Let's keep going. Let's keep driving. Let's keep moving. You know, he's the guy that's go, 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 go. It's like, I don't care if you're tired. Keep moving. I get it. It's a slave driving mentality to me anyway, but I understand why. Well, got to address that quickly because we addressed that a couple of times. But just to reiterate, it's not a slave driving mentality because you can quit and walk away at any moment. Um, and also Elon Musk has a, a cot, a sofa, whatever, on the factory floor. The man works 100 hours a week. So he's not asking anybody to do what he's not doing. He's he's the pace car. And if you can't, you know, put up or shut up, right, is basically what he's saying. If you can't keep up, then this isn't the place for you. And it's not it's not just a place for people who want just a job or like Matt was saying to, you know, you want to get rich somewhere, you know, go work for Apple, go work for Google. This is a place where people are changing the world. They're they're trying to save humanity, ultimately. So it's a bigger yeah, picture. Thing. Like, yeah, they're, they're working for the mission. They're working because um, 
they're doing they're doing they like they see there's the, the and tesla i mean elon is an engineer at heart like he's he's not a business guy he's not a i'm, I'm investing in real estate and doing well i mean he is a businessman but he, he wants he's already said i don't want to be I, w- I wish i couldn't be ceo he likes to invent stuff uh and make stuff and, and set that atmosphere and that's why engineers want to work for him because they work at other places where there's all kinds of politics and there's all kinds of like people in in tesla don't have mbas he doesn't like he doesn't want people with mbas because the, the money people are the people who screw up you know who hold back innovation because it, they're they're like no it's going to cost money and we don't see where that's going to that investment's going to come back to us or how it's going to come back to us it's the same thing with people who are like oh why are we in space when well you know the cell phones that we're using right now is because we went to space that's how they learned how to make gps <laughs> like that's where that came from the space but they but when you solve really difficult problems you don't know what the ancillary benefits are going to be from solving these problems and how it's going to help Yep. Good point. Yeah. We got the we got the internet because it was uh an encoded form of military communication. So, you know, a trickle down was you know benefit for all of humanity and instant communication worldwide. Yeah, so pretty cool. Yeah, we let's see what else we got here for messages. Nice bando line two. Um, so I'm not sure. Well, first of all, how y'all doing? Um, I'm not sure if you guys have covered this already, but what's going to happen to all of the gas cars? Are they going to make them electric? Is there a way you can turn them into electric cars? Like, what are we going to do with the gas cars? Also, I'm not sure I'm okay with electric cars, mainly because it's electric. Like, what if, I don't know, what what if they wanted to cut all the energy off? What if they didn't want people moving around? Like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not okay with this. It's scary to me. If they wanted to stop everybody from moving around, they could. You know? Well, here, I'll address this briefly, and then I'm sure you can expand upon it. Um, But actually, you'd be way safer and way more autonomous with an electric vehicle and a solar solar array on your roof, a battery backup system for your house and an electric vehicle, because th- what they could do is stop the importation of oil or gas or stop the, the refining of oil or gas. And then every gas station would run dry in a matter of days and your gas powered car could go nowhere. I don't know anybody that can make their own gas or refine their own gas. Um, but if you have a solar array on your roof, and you have a battery backup system, charging system in your garage, you're pretty much autonomous at that point. Yep. Couldn't have said it better. By the way, this the Cybertruck is going to have a solar, like it's called a solar flare. So it's not you're not going to be able to use it while you're driving, but like if you're taking because like let's say you're going camping, because the cool thing about the Cybertruck is the bed. Like you can literally sleep in the bed in the vault, they call it, because it locks. And it's not like a regular car where you're burning gas and you'll kill yourself if you kind of like <laughs> enclose yourself in fumes of gasoline. But in the electric, you could you could literally sleep in the bed and keep it climate controlled and like that that's your camper. And if you're but if you're out in the middle of the woods, you can then put out the solar flare. Uh, it's a, it's a solar thing to charge. Give you it's not going to give you like 300 miles range, but it'll give you enough range to 
get back to civilization where you can charge up again. Sure, or it would you know be enough to for to power your lights for at night, your your radio, you know your right. your accessory devices, you know keep your cell phone charged, right? Um, yep, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I want to message. I want to mention. Well, blah, 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 I want to welcome a couple new listeners. We got Dub, Justin, and Happy. Is that Happy Cat? Happy Camper. Speaking of camping, Happy Cam Happy Camper and Falcon. What's going on, Falcon? Here we got a few more messages here. Let's run these down real quick. You got another message from Benny I a, Boom Boom. I got a question for you guys. Uh, um, I don't know if you touched upon it because I've been in and out. Uh, but um, about the whole um, anonymous drivers, like yeah. Uh, basically car, uh, cars that pilot themselves. Uh, I don't, <laughs> I mean, if the car decides to malfunction, are you able to grab the wheel and correct it? If you're the passenger or, or are you just fucked? If the car decides to malfunction, I'm a little leery about that. Uh, it's a great idea. Don't get me wrong, but uh, how, you know, nothing's foolproof. I get it, but uh, I don't know. Just, Leave it in the hands of technology to get me to where I am. With nobody driving the fucking thing is a little uh, unsettling, to say the least. This one's all you, Maddie. So you, yeah, like even currently right now, <clears throat> full self-driving, it's 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 called full self-driving beta, which means you have to be able to take over because it's still it's still learning. It's still it's not there yet. It's uh I actually just watched a video earlier today. It was like a 20 minute video of like a family uh trying it out for the first time, taking it on a trip to Cole. And somebody like during the trip ran a red light and like it tripped the car out. Like the car, you know, stopped, like didn't hit it, but then it went into the wrong lane. Like it didn't go to the far right lane. It went into actually the turning lane on the other side. Now there was no car there, so it didn't hit anything. But um but they had to kind of take over and you know, and that goes and that takeover then goes to the dojo computer and um, and it learns. It, it, it takes film and says, OK, it goes back and says, all right, what happened here? And it gets better and better and better. So. Um, so, yeah, you will be able to take control. Now, if you're talking about like 30, 40 years in the future, there probably won't there probably won't be any more. Um, what should we call it? There won't be a, a steering wheel anymore. Because the computer will be so much better than humans. Like we think we're so great, but drive around and drive around and look at um, look into other cars and see what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> people drinking, yeah. people doing their makeup, people texting, people you know drunk, falling asleep, people doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Whereas the car is, it might make mistakes. Like there's nothing that's foolproof, but it's not going to be um, viable. Um, until uh it's not going to be viable until um it's like so much better than a human <laughs> by the data you know like it's not going to be right. legal until <laughs> okay right. so um so the point being is is that yeah like you could say the same thing about cars right now like what happens if the the brake lines fail and you have no you have no control what happens if like this happens or the motor falls or you you know Things that can always happen that break break down a car, but you know the cars will be so much safer <clears throat> that accidents will become a rarity. <clears throat> so yeah, if you think we're gonna, if you think that that you can move faster than the computer with eight cameras that are watching all over the place constantly and doing their best to keep you safe, then you know 
<laughs> it's, it's not really going to happen. <laughs> so that's just the way we're going to go. It's people. It's weird now, but like I was. Um, it's funny because I was thinking. Uh, I was driving a twenty-year-old friend of mine <laughs> just the other day, and she, she turns to me. She goes, "She goes, you can tell you're old." <laughs> what? What are you talking? Because <laughs> you look. You, you're like looking backwards when you're backing up. She's like, "You got a camera right there. Why are you looking over your shoulder?" Um, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I don't use that camera. <laughs> I look at mirrors, you know? So right. in, in two generations, the fact that our great grandkids will be like, you actually drove, like you actually would have people like in charge of like a, a, a 5,000 pound like missile going 60, 70 miles per hour. And you would text and do all this crazy, like, it, it it it's gonna what we do now is gonna seem ridiculous in you know oh, yeah. fifty years from now. <laughs> Absolutely. So. And like and like you were saying, I used to commute and I'd see people putting their makeup on, which to me is always crazy, like eyeliner, like you're you're um oh my um but I've actually seen people reading the newspaper and the clencher was reading a book. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you mentioned George Carlin? And I remember I got yelled at by a truck driver for reading George Carlin's uh, brain droppings long time ago when I was in New York City. We were in we were in traffic and a truck driver like could see down into my car. And he saw I was reading, <laughs> and he's like, "Are you freaking reading a book?" <laughs> and I'm like, oh, just "Leave me alone." <laughs> I put it down. But yeah, it, it. I mean, it's true. People do. No, what I'm talking about, though, I'm talking about people on the freeway driving, reading a newspaper, fully not at a stop sign, not at a stoplight. They were moving at 60 plus miles an hour with a newspaper fully open on the steering wheel and another person with a book, not at the stoplight. Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. Total accident waiting to happen. So, and I agree. I mean, statistically, you, Every day, come on. If if you live anywhere near an urban environment, you see stupid human tricks. Uh, you know, it's amazing that there aren't more accidents the way people drive. You know, yeah. even if you take testosterone and young men out of the equation, which that's a whole nother thing. Even if you take yeah. that out of the equation, just the numbskull moves that people do are it's just it's staggering. Like wow, I can't believe I just saw that. Oh my god. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. That's it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. And remember, if you're digging what I'm doing, picking up what I'm putting down, please spread it around with friends and on social media. Reviews on Spotify Podcasts and Apple Podcasts are greatly appreciated. All right. Until next time. <laughs>